make sure that you get 12 months of runway set aside all the time. If you haven't done yet, yet, that should be your number one goal. You should be able to last 12 months no matter what has been dealt to you. No job, no problem for 12 months. No customers, no problem for 12 months. That's your number one goal so that by the time a recession hits, because it's typically shorter than 12 months long, it doesn't matter. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. Today, I want to talk about all the fear mongering that is going on out there and all the fear that is probably real in a lot of people out there, maybe even you as you listen, that there might be a recession coming up. Ooh. And I poke fun of it because it's really not that bad, even if there is. Like, spoiler alert, it's not an end to the world. It's just a slowing of overall spending. So let me start by defining for you what a recession is in case one happens to be coming up. A recession, by definition, is just two quarters in a row of negative growth for the GDP. So the GDP is all of the spending that goes on across all sectors in the United States. And most of the time, it's always growing. 1%, 2%, 3%. A healthy economy is when the GDP is growing 3 4 5%. A recession simply means negative growth. It might have only slowed by 1%. It might have only slowed by 2%. It might have only slowed by 3 or 4% for two quarters or six months in a row. Now, here's why I don't buy into all the fear-mongering going on and why you shouldn't either. First of all, by the time that they can announce that, yep, we're officially in a recession, you've already been in it for seven freaking months. Because you need six months in a row of negative GDP growth, and it takes them 30 days to measure that and realize, sure enough, we are officially in a recession. So by the time they announce it and they're scaring everybody, oh my God, what's going to happen to home values? What's going to happen to jobs? What's going to happen to inflation? What's going to happen to everything else? You've already been waiting through it, plowing through it for six months, and you didn't even know probably until somebody made the big announcement. That's problem number one that I have about all the fear-mongering and you being paralyzed that what if one's coming up? You might already be in it, and it's not that bad, is it? The second point is this. I think everybody pictures the Great Recession that we had in 2008, 2009. Now, by title alone, the Great Recession was crazy. It's the Great Recession, right? It was the closest thing we've had to a depression. And that's why I think people are so on edge is the most recent memory that they have of a recession 
was the single largest recession in the history of the United States without it actually being the Depression. And so, of course, people are scared. Heck, Lori and I had to start over when that thing happened as well. But the chances of that type of recession happening again are slim to none, at least not anytime soon coming up in you know, the next 20, 30, 40 years. If we have a recession, it's going to be mild. Half of you aren't going to feel it. Other than if you happen to catch the news, half of you aren't even going to know that we're in it. Three quarters of you, it's not even going to adversely affect your life that badly. So again, all the fear mongering of maybe I shouldn't buy that home. Maybe I shouldn't buy, start that business. Maybe I, I shouldn't make this investment. Maybe I should part with this cash. All of those decisions of freezing in your tracks because there might be one coming up, those are actually the things that create a recession. There's point number three. Recessions most of the time are a self-fulfilling prophecy. First, the predictions start only because they're cyclical. Yes, spoiler alert, you can't never have a recession. Typically, they always happen every eight to 10 years. Only now people are talking about, boy, it must be right around the corner because it's been since June of 2009 that we've been in a growth period, right? So it's been 12, 13 years. So it's longer than usual in the normal cycle. But the point I'm trying to make is it's cyclical. It's a normal part of the economy. You actually have to have these slowdowns in order to slow inflation. Because inflation, where prices get higher and higher and higher, and, and there's more and more and more money trading hands, is just a byproduct of positive GDP growth stacking month after month, year after year. People get so rich, they get so fat that they start consuming everything and prices go up and materials, their availability goes down. And the only way to break that cycle is a mild cyclical recession. Think of it as a slowing, of a pausing, of the crazy spending that's going on. Another point I want to make about the recession is that they typically don't last that long. The Great Recession, that one was, again, scarring because it, it felt like it was several months long. Or I'm sorry, it felt like it was a couple of years long. My bad. But did you know that we had another recession in 2020? In March of 2020, we actually had what they're classifying as a two month recession. Now you're like, how can it be a recession? It has to be two quarters of negative GDP, right? Well, they looked back on it and they're defining it a recession because we had two months of negative growth. So by definition, it wasn't even a real one. But nonetheless, there was already a little blip in the cycle. So why does one have to be a right around the corner? Why can't that be the slow resetting of everything? Listen, there could be a recession happening right now. Remember, you wouldn't know until we're six months into it. And we may not see one for years yet. And so either way, as long as you have the ability to create income, as long as you're getting a paycheck or revenue right now, as long as things are fine under your roof, then you shouldn't care and you shouldn't fear. This is also why I teach make sure that you get 12 months of runway set aside all the time. If you haven't done yet, yet, that should be your number one goal. You should be able to last 12 months, no matter what has been dealt to you. 
No job, no problem for 12 months. No customers, no problem for 12 months. That's your number one goal so that by the time a recession hits, because it's typically shorter than 12 months long, it doesn't matter. Now, I want to share another really cool fact with you, the reason why a recession doesn't have to be right around the corner. Did you know that since 1980, the last 12 recessions, the period of economic expansion, right, the good times, gets longer and longer every single time between each recession. So like in 1980, when the recession hit, it had a 12-month growth period then of, and by the way, this dates way back to 1980. I got my numbers wrong. The last 12 recessions I'm talking. So for example, the recession in 1980, they had a period of only 12 months of positive economic growth, and then another one hit in 1981 again. But then the growth period from 1982 lasted 92 months, all the way to July 1990. And then there's a little recession that lasted till February 91. But then we had 10 years, even longer of positive economic growth. And then, of course, there's the Great Recession. But now we've had almost 13 years of positive. So why can't that be 14 years, 15 years, 16 years? Because the period of positive economic growth, because we learn from each recession, is lasting longer and longer. That's a good thing. So the positive periods are lasting longer and longer. And the recessions themselves, other than the Great Recession, actually last shorter and shorter. We become better at pulling ourselves out of this very unpleasant but normal business cycle. Now, the most important thing I can share with you about a recession is this. Recessions are usually industry-specific. So sure, it may be a banking recession. But other than the Great Recession, there's been plenty of banking recessions that have no bearing on things like, let's say, car sales or retail sales or the food industry. Or sometimes there's a real estate recession, but it has no bearing on manufacturing. Sometimes there's a manufacturing recession, but it has no bearing on real estate. So when a recession hits, it doesn't mean that everything shits the bed. It doesn't mean that everybody's touched. Many people go right through it, never feeling it, while their neighbors are totally feeling it. So it doesn't have to be a negative thing for you necessarily. Now, in 2008, 2009, when that great recession hit, the reason why it kicked our butts, and when I say our, I mean Lori and I, is because we didn't have that one year of runway. We were not prepared for any kind of slowdown. We did not take care of our money prior to that recession. And when I say we, I mean I, because I ran the finances back then. So it was our fault that we had to restart during that recession. If you're not living way above your means, if you're not doing crazy ass things with your money right now, then even if there is one, it's just not going to matter. Six months of a slowdown, big deal. Two, three, four, five percent negative spending over the whole economy, big deal. So stop letting this paralyze you. Stop letting it make you be a part of forming a recession. I touched on this before. I don't think I completed my point. Most recessions are self-fulfilling prophecies because the news cycle starts and then everyone gets scared and everyone stops spending. When everyone stops spending, well, duh, that becomes the definition six months in a row of a recession. And it's only because people were scared. It's not because they didn't have money. It's not because they didn't have jobs. It's not because they didn't have customers. They were just scared. So they paused on buying that car. They paused on buying that house. They paused on going shopping. They paused on going to the restaurants. 
just because the stupid, scared-ass little news told them to. Just because their uneducated neighbor told them they should be scared. Just because someone who already lived through a great recession is telling them, oh, it's going to be bad, when it probably isn't going to be anything. So here's my policy on recessions, and this should be your policy on them as well. Number one, unless it's directly affecting me, it ain't none of my business. Full speed ahead, baby. Number two, I make my own microeconomy. I don't care what's going on in other sectors. I don't care what's going on overall. I don't care what's going on in Europe. I don't care what's going on in the US. I don't care because those economies are so large that they have no true direct bearing on my own personal microeconomy. My microeconomy is made up of how much runway do I have? My microeconomy is made up of how can I create income no matter what the times are? My microeconomy is made up of how can I generate customers by going with the flow? For example, I'll use my brand. When things are great, I'm going to talk to you about hiring, expanding, you know, investing in riskier investments. If times were tough and everyone was experiencing a rough recession, I would not be having a personal recession because I would switch messages and create courses and create programs around how to survive a recession, how to rein in your budget, how to create income in tough times. And therefore, my message would be relevant. I'd have just as many customers. I'd be creating just as much money. And I personally would not be in a recession. My microeconomy is within my control. Your microeconomy is within your control. So don't fall for it. Don't pause. Get your 12 months runway together and then full speed ahead. Make the investments, buy the things, have the experiences, and screw all the scared people. It's not that I don't have compassion that they're scared. It's that I don't care to be a part of it. And you shouldn't either. You run your economy. Your microeconomy is all that matters. You can make money in good times and in bad. Some of the richest people became rich when the chips were down for other people. And you can put yourself in that position too. Good times, you should be growing. Bad times, you should be growing. You don't have to slow just because other people might. That's why it's full speed ahead. You want to feel this good? You want to feel this positive? Text me the word daily and I will text you a positive money mantra, a positive business perspective, a positive update every freaking morning when I wake up. I already do to thousands and thousands and thousands of you. My favorite part are your responses when you respond to me. Oh, I needed that today. Oh, I never thought of it that way. Oh my God, this totally flipped my day. So text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. In the meantime, Love and appreciate you and go build your own microeconomy. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.